You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. episode of the filthy fantasy football show as always it's your boys king josh josh the king and big rome what the heck's going on everyone yeah so you know we're a quarter way done with the season of course football wouldn't be football without injuries and god it just it sucks seeing marquee Man. players go down again you know with nick chubb going down austin eckler going down i mean and then the eckler one actually looked pretty bad yeah, it looked worse. It looked worse than I guess it is, right? Because he's yeah, I mean, he's not going to be back this week. But no, they're it's, saying it's been ugly. It looked yeah, ugly. they're saying they're saying like four to six weeks. But I thought he like it looked like he tore his hamstring like right off the bone. I mean, it <laughs> looked especially like you know he's he's hobbling and limping and and carrying you know, and, and then it sucks. Then he got tackled pretty hard. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's still it's still a live play, so it's just but. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you, you know, when we get into our waiver pickups later, we'll talk about Joshua Kelly and Justin Jackson and stuff like that. But, you know, again, um, fucking Nick Chubb going down. Um, yeah, that was a big one. And he was, you know, he was on his way to a great season. He was on his way to a monster game. Dallas's defense that too. is that too. just garbage struck juice. They are so bad. I, mm. I watched, I was made sure to watch that game because, you know, I have shares of Chubb. And I'm thinking, you know, let's see how this goes. The first play, their D-line was blown off the ball by like five yards. He mm-hmm. ripped off he ripped off a 12 to 20-yard run or something like that on the first play. And I'm going, oh, my goodness. This is going to be a monster day. For sure he's going to get in the end zone. You know, and then he gets hurt. And he was off ball. At, like, he didn't even get tackled with the ball. He was just making a block. And it's, Especially man. over the, the, the last two weeks. Cleveland figured out, like, hey, our quarterback sucks, so we should really run the ball more because we have these awesome running backs. Right. And right. then Nick Ch- Nick Chubb was, you know, and even Kareem Hunt was, you know, uh, like right now I'm looking at it. I mean, obviously the numbers will change, but Nick Chubb was the number 15 running back on the year. Now, you know, only getting four points, that kind of hurts. Kareem Hunt's the number seven running back on the year right now. Mm-hmm. And – you know, and they're sharing a backfield. The fact that you have two RB ones on one team—I mean, that—that's—I I can't even think of a team that's had that in recent memory. It's—we'd have I mean, to probably pro- think way back. Yeah, but. I mean, you're probably gonna have to deep dive, but it, it's just—it's it, been quite some time where you have two legit running back options um, <clears throat> out there. Um, Calvin Ridley, I guess, had a bye week too this week. <laughs> I. Like what the what the fuck was that? You know, four, uh, four targets, five targets, with no catches, no receptions. I mean, just fucking yeah. crazy. I, I have no idea what happened there. You know, and I'm watching this game, kind of going, "What's happening? Where? Why is what's going on with this offense?" For one, I guess they finally realized, "Hey, we've got a girly that can kind of do some things." And he, it's not that he looked anything particularly great. But he definitely looked – I mean, you get in the end zone two times, you had a nice fantasy day at the very least. See, my, my problem with Todd Gurley right now, just because I watched that game because, uh, you know, I, I've, I, had, I had some Dallas players going. and I was actually right with playing Dalton Schultz over Tyler Higbee. Yeah, you um, were. 
but Todd Gurley doesn't look like Todd Gurley anymore, and I mean that's been known. And actually, I mean, depending on your your league setup, I would actually try to shop Gurley maybe uh, if you could package Gurley with maybe a lesser wide receiver or something and turn him into, you know, maybe a, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be tough, but you could maybe turn him into like a DeAndre Hopkins or something else. I mean, it all depends on your roster construction. Because, you know, in our league, in our our season-long league, you know, running backs are are like gold. And what's funny is because it's so hard. Well, some of the waiver things I was reading – you know, they're saying like, oh, you know, spend 7% of your fab on Justin Jackson. And I was like, well, in our league, Justin Jackson's probably going to go for like $40. I wouldn't be shocked at that. Because, well, Mike Davis, for example, listeners, in our season-long league, Mike Davis was bought for $56. Yeah. And I guarantee you, he didn't cost that much in any other league. Yeah. That's, but, uh... <laughs> but let's see, some, some of the studs of the week, Dak Prescott... Dude. Despite the loss, 502 yards, four touchdowns, you know, just he <clears> – I mean, with all those weapons, you know, uh, C.D. Lamb and, and Cooper Gallup, um, Cedric Wilson, Dalton Schultz, this t- – Zeke – what's funny is Zeke is now slowly taking a back seat. I mean, it, it's it's crazy to say because um, – He's taking a back seat in the rushing aspect, certainly. But he is yeah, a I mean, huge factor – in the passing game. You know, I, I've got shares of Zeke, and I'm watching this game going, Jesus, they're never going to run with Zeke. Why, they're so they're down by so far at this point. Why? Why, why would they run? Mm-hmm. And then sure as shit, the guy makes eight catches or seven catches or whatever yeah. it was for 70 yards. And you're going, oh, man, if he gets in the end zone, it's a huge day. Well, it's I a mean, huge the, the, day. It, it's crazy because he's the number four running back on the year. But he only has 70 rushing attempts on the year, which actually puts him in the red zone, meaning um, he's, he's towards, like, the bottom third of, of rushing attempts in, in for RB1s. I mean, he's, but eight, eight catches for 71 yards is great, especially for PPR. You know, puts up over 20 points. I mean, it, it's – you love to see that. But it just I, – I was just saying, you know, the, the Zeke that we've known, you know, to carry 22 to 30 times a game, I don't think that's going to happen now. Uh. Especially I mean, with their, their Swiss cheese defense is their just defense disgusting. Their defense is awful. You know, and it, it kind of – it's to touch on the point that you were trying to make here, Dak Prescott is fantasy gold. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, he is, he's the prototype quarterback that you want that's got weapons. Their defense sucks, so they're going to be chucking the ball all game long. And he's been I, so far to this point able to be really proficient at it. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean he's, he's taking advantage of it. He's going to get that big contract, despite what their record is going to be at the end of the year. He's going to get paid. Absolutely. Um, Tom Brady looks like he kind of found the fountain of youth against the Chargers. <laughs> um, 369, five touchdowns? Man. I, although, I will say this. I watched that game because, you know, being a Charger fan, I, I get curious. But Justin Herbert, I think he's legit. I, I think him, he actually could be in contention for rookie of the year at the end of the year. I mean, I know Joe, Joe Burrow is probably the front runner, but Herbert looks good. He was making some great throws. All three of his touchdown passes went to guys I have no idea who the hell they were, but God damn it, he threw just bombs for touchdowns. He had a yeah, seventy-two-yard touchdown. He had, I think, he had like a fifty-yard touchdown. Then I want to say he had like a thirty-yard touchdown. I mean, he's making he's making veteran throws out there. And yeah, 
and looking and looking really really good while doing it. Like he just he doesn't look like a rookie to me. He doesn't uh, he doesn't seem to be playing like one. Yeah, well, I mean, he 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 missed week one, and he's already the quarterback twenty one on the year. But I think it's only going to go up for him. Right. Uh, a surprising one, you know. Uh, he was the number six quarterback on the week, but Kyler Murray had kind of a quiet game by his standard. I mean, he threw for three touchdowns, but only one hundred and thirty three passing yards, six carries, seventy eight yards. That that that's that's pretty good, especially you know, like I said, I mean. You know, if you have a rushing quarterback, that is the cheat code for fantasy football. Right. But, you know, I mean, he still put up 30, almost 30 points. So that's good for fantasy. But it's just the 133 passing yards is really concerning for me. I mean, this was he I don't know. He doesn't look to be for an air raid quarterback. He doesn't seem to be able to throw the ball very well, which is kind of yeah. shocking. I, I, I look at his I mean, I'm looking at his stats here. Only 919 yards. I mean, there's for the starting guys, Lamar Jackson has less, which is one thing. Mm-hmm. But Murray's got seven touchdowns and five interceptions. I mean, he's got four on the ground, which is huge. That's where he's making up. That's where he's making up all the ground. That's mm-hmm. why he's that's why he's at quarterback. What is it? Six. He's, fi- he's five on the year. <clears throat> you know that's. That's where he's making the production, and they're and they're unloading him this year in that way. They're letting him take off and run when he sees it, which is beautiful. But man, you really for a guy that I guess he's only got Hopkins in his mind. That's all he's got because yeah. like where he's not really using Christian Kirk. He finally found the end zone this week, Christian Kirk. Mm-hmm. But he just this whole year, I was expecting a little bit more from a guy who was pretty fantasy relevant last year mm-hmm. to this year being just sort of a – he's just a guy. I, yeah. It, it's, it's shocking, especially because Kyler Murray was drafted fairly high in fantasy drafts. I think he was somewhere um, – I don't have the ADPs off off the bat, but I'm, I'm guessing probably somewhere in the five to seven round range. Yeah. And that's, that's a lot of draft capital for a quarterback that, you know – for only throwing for 130, you know, you have the best wide receiver in football. And, you know, like you said, if it wasn't for the rushing, this game would be not that good. Yeah. I, I mean, um, he's, he's just not getting it done through the air. Aaron Rodgers. Hopefully they'll fix it. Aaron Rodgers still very good at football. <laughs> I mean, you know, I will say this. Granted, the Atlanta defense is probably the worst defense in football right now. But the fact that Aaron Rodgers had no, no Devontae Adams, no Alan Lazard, just you know, scrub players from the, around the league, probably practice squad guys if they were on any other team. You know, he made it happen. You know, throwing for three twenty-seven with four touchdowns. You know, just he made it look easy. I mean, he's you know, for all the haters, right? That that came out preseason and all the the so-called experts that are saying, no, nah, he's done. They drafted uh, Jordan Love. I guess Rogers is taking a back seat. Uh, I guess fucking not. 13 touchdowns and zero interceptions for 12 for 1214 yards probably has something to say about that yeah well uh, he you know. he had a comment the other day in his press his, um after, yeah. he said a down year for me is a career year for most other quarterbacks <laughs> exactly exactly so, i mean i i like loving the confidence that. man yeah joe mixon welcome back to the nfl Dude. 25 carries 151 yards two touchdowns six catches for 30 yards and another touchdown I luckily did not have to face Joe Mixon in any leagues this week because 
you know, what's funny is this is the player that you wanted. This is the guy that you drafted in the first, what, probably first eight picks or so somewhere. In, definitely a first-round draft pick. Yeah. You know, th- this is the production that you wanted. It was nice to see him get utilized, you know, because he had 25 carries. You know, this, first, this is the first time this season he's had over 20 carries. Now, it helps that they were playing Jacksonville. But, you know, he also had six, six uh, targets with six receptions, so he's getting involved in the passing game as well. Right. And it's just – I mean, I, I, obviously this is going to be an outlier game. You know, he's taking on Baltimore next week in a tougher matchup. <laughs> exactly. And then he's, got the, then he's got the Colts, which is going to be a tough matchup. Then Cleveland's actually not that bad against the run, and Tennessee's not that bad against the run. Then they got the bye week, and then they're coming back to Pittsburgh. So could be another tough couple weeks for Mixon. But, you know, you know every Mixon owner out there was freaking out. Absolutely. I mean, at this point, at this point, those Mixon owners should be trying to sell whatever they can. Because, yeah. you know, this this division itself, it just doesn't bode well for running backs. No, you got to face Pitts, you got to face Pittsburgh and Baltimore twice a year. You know, and Cleveland's and, no slouch. Yeah, so so that's six six of six games that you have you have tough matchups six times a, a year. And so I I you know, it'd be probably hard to hard to trade your first round pick, but you know, especially in redraft leagues, you know, dynasty's different. And keeper leagues are different, but I mean, if you're in a season-long league, you might be able to flick flip Joe Mixon for something out there. You know, yeah. you, you could you could maybe even you know, like like let's say someone came to you, you're a Joe Mixon owner, and they said, hey, I'm going to give you, I don't know, um, maybe Chris Carson and a wide receiver for Done. Mixon. You know, yeah, exactly. Like you know, you 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 go for that. Um, Dalvin Cook still still very much utilized despite us thinking. I mean, they actually passed a lot more, but 27 carries, 130 yards, two touchdowns, two receptions, 16. Dalvin Cook's good. When he's healthy, goddamn Dalvin Cook's so Dude, good. Dude, he's so, so fantastic. And they just feed him the ball. You know, they threw the ball a lot, and he's still, I mean, on the year, he's got 75 rushing attempts. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I'm looking at these other two guys here at the top. Aaron Jones has only touched the ball 65 times. Kamara 50 times it's mm-hmm. on the ground but it's like he's getting work and he's turning it into production I mean he's got 427 yards rushing and six touchdowns mm-hmm. dude he's love to see that. <laughs> he's just he's the man he's a monster um and then uh Chris Carson despite the bad knee 16 carries 80 yards two touchdowns three catches 20 yards. he looked great this guy's an animal yeah. like he's, you know, he's a different beast man it, I'm happy that he actually came back healthy after that bullshit knee twist that the guy at Dallas did to him. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, he had the broken hip in the offseason, so a lot of people were worried about Chris Carson. But, you know, I, I definitely wish I had more stock in Chris Carson. Uh, me um, as well. <laughs> Antonio Gibson, despite the horrible matchup against Baltimore, 13 carries, 46 yards, and a touchdown. Then he had four catches for 82. Now, one of those catches, I think he went for, like, 40 yards, so – but I mean, hey, points are points, yards are yards, it, it, you know. But the fact that this guy on such a bad football team, he was the number five running back on the week, and he's the number eighteen running back on the year. You know, he might be heading in the right direction. They're they're finally giving him the the rock. They're saying, hey, you know, I know we had Peyton Barber, but Peyton Barber's garbage. Peyton so. Barber, don't ever bring his name up on the show again. <laughs> so Antonio Gibson. Is, is he's looking like he's looking like what everybody was kind of guessing he would be. I mean, he's got what 11, 11 and 20 points in three straight weeks here fantasy-wise. 
you can't go wrong with that. I mean, that that right there is a running back two to a flex. It's that's going to score you some double digit points. Well, I mean, and, if you if you look at his if you look at his upcoming matchups facing the Rams, which you know their run defense doesn't really scare you anymore because once you can get past Aaron Donald, yeah, there's know, nobody the, the in the lot, second level. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Giants doesn't scare you. Dallas is a is a juicy matchup for everybody. Now. Yes, it is. Then, then they got the Giants again, Detroit, Cincinnati, Dallas again. Then I mean, in the fantasy playoffs, you get Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Seattle. Ouch. So maybe 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 I don't know. You know, ride them ride them into the playoffs and then try to sell them right before the <laughs> end. There, I, I guess. Um, let's see, Alvin Kamara, nineteen eighty three, and a touchdown. You know, he he's good at football. Yeah. I mean, it's just uh, Ronald Jones with Leonard Fournette out, twenty carries, hundred eleven yards, six catches, seventeen yards. That was kind of surprising because. I actually, I, I don't think Ronald Jones is a good football player. I you mean, know, I, I thought I, he was I, great I in college. Yeah, he was good in college, but just, I mean, maybe Tampa Bay's just been that bad the last couple of years or something. But just, I just, like, it was it was so telling when they came out and said, like, dude, this guy can't, he doesn't, can't read a playbook. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got, what, he must be retarded or something. I'm not Seriously. sure. But it's like, I don't get it. How hard can it be? You hear the, you hear the word, you know you're going to run the ball. You hit the you hit a gap essentially. Like, come on, man, you got to you got to be able to get something right here. Uh, what four years in now? Three years in? Something like that. Yeah, man. Uh, Odell Beckham. Yeah. The stat line Woo-hoo! looks good, but <laughs> I mean, I'm still not sold on him. He had two carries for 73 yards and a touchdown because he had that monster. Um, That's efficiency reverse. right there. Yeah, I mean, hey, he made it happen, and they, he, uh, was it was a it was like a fifty yard touchdown run, yeah, and then, you know, five receptions, eighty one yards, and two touchdowns. One of them was a, a awesome pass from Jarvis Landry. Um, it's probably the best pass Cleveland quarterbacks have had <laughs> yeah. in years, and it came from a wide receiver. And then what's funny, little known fact, Jarvis Landry is actually right handed, but he threw that football with his left hand. He sure did. That just shows you that's just an athlete. Mari Cooper showed up again, 12 catches, 134 yards, and a touchdown. DJ Chark, welcome back to the league. Eight catches, 95 yards, two touchdowns, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he just, you know, CD Lamb, five for 79 and two touchdowns. Just, you know, Allen Robinson, seven, 101 and one touchdown. Um, Will Fuller, despite me always wanting to punch your stupid face, six catches, 108 yards, and a touchdown. I hate his stupid face. Yeah. Traquan Smith. I, I, you know, hey, without Michael Thomas, four catches, 54 yards, and two touchdowns. I mean. Mm. Oh, and then uh, we were talking about your flex. Hey, your boy Scotty Miller, five catches, 83 yards, and a touchdown. There it is. And it, he took a long time to do that in the game. He really was sitting with, like, I, nothing. You know, it's funny because, like I said, I was watching the Charger-Tampa Bay game, and I was about to text you, like, hey, my bad for telling you to put Miller as your flex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but then know, he, uh, he came up, man. He came up yeah. for me big. Panned out. Then, uh. Robert Tanyan out of nowhere, the, the Dude. third string tight end, you just came in six catches, 98 yards, and three touchdowns. Um, I, I think he's legit. He's had a touchdown three straight weeks now, and Rodgers is looking his way. He's now the num- despite not even being the starter, he's the number two tight end in fantasy right now. My God. I mean, just, I, I, I don't know what, what to say. George Kittle. Uh, 15 for 183 and a touchdown, so welcome back, George Kittle. Man, um, I'm looking at Tanyan's numbers here. Because in our, in our Yahoo League, he's they have him as the number one tight end. He's he's actually beat out Kelsey by uh, uh, point 
one zero point one point. And he's oh, had okay. fourteen targets all year. Yep, fourteen 13 targets. Thirteen catches yep. and five touchdowns. But only hundred and seventy three yards. I mean that <laughs> Oh, didn't 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 Julian Edelman have 170 yards in a game like two? I believe ago? so. Yeah, I do believe yeah. that is the case. But hey, you know what? Touchdowns count, and you know if Aaron Rodgers looking at him, especially in the red zone, and and kind of like I was talking about earlier, no Devonte Adams, no Alan Lazard. He had to look for somebody, and he found Tanyan, and I think that trust is just going to grow. Yeah. Tanyan is is best friends with George Kittle in the off season, so you know maybe he's maybe he's learning from from Kittle, you know, and well. I mean, at this point, Kittle, what what an absolute bastard mouth. I love him because I'm a 49er fan. I played against him in fantasy this week in a full-point PPR. Oh, the guy put up 40 points. He scored, yeah. you know, dropped a 40-burger on me. 15 receptions for 183 yards and a touchdown. It's like, my God, with backup quarterback play. Mm-hmm. And terrible backup quarterback, ba- quarterback play at that. Because well, Mullins, funny. Wow. Was just, I wrong just, on him? Just to show you the vast grossness that is the tight end position, Kittle had a decent week one. Four catches, 44 yards, nine points. Didn't play two whole weeks. Had a monster week four, and he's the number six tight end on the year. Wow. Uh, Mark Andrews, we talked about this would be his get-right game. Three catches, 57 yards, two touchdowns. Despite Lamar Jackson having a pedestrian day, we were kind, we kind of you know we screwed the pooch on that one where he said uh, – we were talking about how this was like the Lamar get right game. Yeah. But uh, Dalton Schultz, four catches, 72 yards, and a touchdown. So I was right. At least I was right about something this week. So I, I had that going for <laughs> me. Um, OJ Howard tore his Achilles, you know, tough break. I mean, yeah. it's funny because the talent was there. I remember when he was drafted by, by the Buccaneers a couple of years ago, they were saying this guy, his, his athletic ability, you know, he's 6'6, six, six, he's like 300 pounds. But you know he's like LeBron. He's like LeBron James, you know, athleticism. Yeah. But just never saw it. You know, Cameron Brait, who was like a, like a Harvard or you know, or Duke, wherever the fuck he went. You know, just kind of a guy for the last couple of years. He's been the guy in Tampa Bay. Oh, Tom Brady finally. You know, he was getting OJ Howard involved. You know, he had a touchdown week one. Um, you know, he had forty nine yards last week. Had fifty yards this week against the Chargers and a touchdown. You know, he was looking good. I was like, damn, hey, O.J. Howard might have turned it around. But, nope, tore his Achilles. Now he's out the rest of the year. Wow. So it could be, could be Gronk season now. I kind of hope so because in a league I have to play Gronk and I need him to start doing shit. I mean, it's been a it's been a disaster to this point, has it not? No. Oh, God, it's been <laughs> gross. Um, so, well, I mean, you know, I, I know listeners normally we break down every single game, but, you know, we figured – this is just kind of a way where you just talk about a couple of guys. Um, what I want to talk about was Julio Jones. How worried are you if you're a Julio Jones owner right now? Um, they said he was healthy. He played, what, two series, and then he pulled himself out of the game. Not Actually, he played a little more than that. I think he had uh, – because he actually had he, – he, he was off to actually a pretty decent start into the game. Um, he had – what did he have? He had four catches, 32 yards in, like, the first quarter. And it's like, cool, they're looking Julio's way. But then he pulled that hamstring again or strained it again that was bothering him since week three where he missed the game against Chicago. Mm. And, you know, it's his ninth year of his career, tenth year of his career, I'm sorry. You know, you know, 
is it is it almost time to you know maybe you try to trade Julio Jones just cause, just for namesake? <laughs> you know, like what do you do? I I mean, fuck. I don't want to say yes because people are smart enough and they can all read. Hopefully, you've got people in your leagues that can read. Uh, this guy has got a hamstring injury, and hamstrings they are finicky. They are they take a long time to heal. Guys don't come back the same. I mean, you look at him. They gave him the, hey, you're clear. You're good to go. And he pulled himself out. Yep. Which is a little telling, I feel, that he's just, he's never been the tough guy that will that will play through an injury. Yeah, well, you know that, like, most players want to play. And the fact that he was like, yo, I can't play. That, yeah. that's, to me, that's that's a huge red flag if you're a Julio Jones owner out there. Yeah. Like, you know, my, my I would probably shit my heart out and be like, nope. And, and, you know, then another surprising one was, like I said, Calvin Ridley. He had five targets but zero catches. You know, complete goose egg from Calvin Ridley, which, which is crazy because, you know, up until this point he was the number one wide receiver in fantasy football. I mean, he fell back to the number three because of all the touchdowns he was putting up. But, you know, it just – Matt Ryan really looked uncomfortable in that game, and he kept throwing to Zacchaeus and Gage, and I'm like – why the fuck is he not looking Ridley's way? Yeah, I mean they must have been like, blanketing him with uh, Jahir Alexander. That's that's what the uh, when I was reading some of the the post game stuff, they were saying uh, Alexander basically just shadowed him all day, so they were looking elsewhere. But to me, I don't know. All year Ridley's been great. Let your you know let your guys make plays. Right. You know, the the fact the fact that but Ryan but Matt Ryan looked uncomfortable all game though. He faced a lot of pressure. Um, it just it was not a good game for Atlanta outside of Todd Gurley. Yeah. yeah. Um, any other players kind of surprise you, shock you? What? Okay, actually, let you know, let, let let me ask you a couple a couple players, big names. Are you worried? What What are your thoughts on it? T. Y. Hilton. What do you do if you're a T. Y. Hilton owner? Like, is he droppable now? I mean, it's. I'm just, I'm gonna say no. I, I don't drop him. I mean, if you can try to move him. As, as simply just a name, as a, you know, here's what you were talking about earlier, where you can trade a guy with a with a lower tier wide receiver. You can trade a guy like Gurley who just had a big week, and a guy like Hilton who's got name value, and go up and get a wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With that that might be able to work, but man, he just does not. Just him he's and, just him not and, getting it done. Yeah, well, well, the problem is. The Indianapolis Colts defense is playing lights out in football right now. They're yep. shutting down everybody. So, which is unfortunate because, you know, I have Jonathan Taylor in a league, and it's fucking up Jonathan Taylor's value because since <laughs> they get ahead, yeah. they bring in, um, uh, what's his name, Wilkins, and they, they put in Hines a lot. So it, it, you kind of put a cap on Jonathan Taylor. Like, actually, I saw this week that, Jonathan Taylor only received 41% of the running back carries this week. He had 47 the previous week, and then the week before that when he went off, he had like 57%. So, I mean, he's been trending down, but they're winning football games. So it kind of puts them in an awkward position. But then Phillip Rivers, just in in the terms of the passing game, he's not even looking Hilton's way. I mean, he had five targets, three catches, 29 yards. You know, it's like, what do you do do with that? I mean, this entire season he only has 13 catches for 162 yards. You know, in the old days, old T.Y. Hilton, that was a game yeah. for T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. You know, and because Philip Rivers. It goes to show that Philip Rivers isn't what, it's not what they everybody kind of thought 
he mm. was going to be coming in as that guy that can still chuck it. You know, T.Y. Hilton's a different beast than Keenan Allen or Mike Williams or Terrell Williams, guy that guys that made Rivers what he was. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's. I don't know, man. He's probably missing the hell out of Andrew Luck and hoping he comes out of retirement. Yeah. Because that's uh, when he was at his his best. If you're a Kenyon Drake owner, what do you do? <laughs> I mean, uh, Kenyon, Kenyon Drake, it, it's just, you know, he was a, you know, first round or early yeah. second round draft pick. I mean, this is you a know, guy that in our, in, our, in our home league was drafted in the first round. Mm-hmm. He was taken at, at number 12. And you're... <laughs> It just has not been really anything good for anybody in Arizona with the exception of Kyler Murray. And you you could probably get away with saying Hopkins. But even then, it's just it just hasn't been good for anybody. Plus, he's dealing with a chest injury. I believe he went down about the third quarter of, uh, yeah, of well, that they, game. No, no, no. He got pulled out right before the end of the game. And um, the head coach drawing a blank on his name. He said it's because he got the wind knocked out of him and had the game kept going, he would have gone back in. Mm. But at the same time, that could just be coach talk. You're never sure. Because Chase Edmonds actually looks okay out there. Chase now, Edmonds looks real good. Yeah. You know, he. I mean, he, he balled out last year when, when uh, David Johnson got hurt last year, and he, he went completely off. But the fact that, you know, 13 carries, 35 yards, you know, you don't like that. The previous week, 18 carries. 73 yards and just one catch for six yards but the fact that he had zero targets this game you know now granted kyler murray had a down day we were talking about it earlier with only having 133 passing yards but you know with the first round draft pick Kenyon drake i mean you know i don't even know if you can trade him right now i mean for what it's worth <laughs> i made Carolina an op- i made i made an offer for him but remember drake has or i'm sorry the, the Carolina Panthers had, like, the worst run defense in football right now, and they just couldn't get it done. Yeah, it was a weird game. It was a weird game all around. I feel like Arizona needs to be up in order to run the ball, in order to just be a, a better football team. Mm-hmm. I, I'm looking at his stats here for, through the first four weeks, and fantasy-wise, it's like 60 yards, a touchdown week one, you know, 20 attempts, 86 yards week two. That's not too bad. 18 touches, uh, 73 yards week three. It's not great, but if it's like, I guess I look at it as if you're getting 70 or 60 plus yards and then you get a touchdown, you're looking at a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. And But then this last week here against a team that he should have destroyed, 13 touches, 35 yards. I mean, if you get in the end zone, that doesn't even get you 10 points. Yeah. You know, that's it's just not – I don't know, man. I'm having a real hard time. I'm hoping that he can kind of figure it out and pull his head out of his ass and get to what he was last year. But I just – this Arizona Cardinals team is so – they're just so weird. How do you go from beating the 49ers week one – a healthy 49er team week one mm-hmm. to then lose to Detroit – and lose to Carolina, mm-hmm. I, it doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't yeah. make sense to me. And they, you know, killed me in our survivor pool just like they killed you the week before. Yeah. I guess I didn't watch or learn any lessons. Yeah, he, heed my warning. Don't don't bet on the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> do not I guess. do it. 
And the Jets um, right now, it seems prime. I don't trust it. Yeah. Well, it's funny is the uh, the Jets right now, uh, Sam Darnold, you know, hurt that throwing shoulder. He says he wants to play, but the coach is probably like, dude, no, you're our franchise. Although, who knows, maybe they'll get Trevor Lawrence or something. But, you know, it, it's – Yeah. He wants to play. They're telling him no. And so it looks like it might be Joe Flacco season. But, I mean, Joe <laughs> Flacco, he hasn't been good in, what, five years? Yeah, I almost gave that a woo-woo, and then I was like, nah. I'm not going to give that a woo-woo. I don't actually, like let's Joe see. Flacco Joe, at all. J- Joe Flacco, his last somewhat decent year, <clears throat> he was the number 19 quarterback in 2016. Uh, he was the quarterback 12 in 2014. So, I mean, actually, look, we'll look at, okay, he's been the quarterback 14, 13, 17, 16, 18, 12. So, he's, he's never been, so he's been the quarterback 12 twice. So, I mean, he's never been that guy. And then, right. plus, with, the, with their decimated wide receiver core for, for the New York Jets, I mean, the only one that has interest to me is still Crowder, just in terms of PPR. I yeah. Mean, now, I don't know how that's going to affect Crowder this week with playing with um, Flacco versus Darnold. You know, maybe Joe's been watching it going like, oh, shit, maybe I should just throw to this Crowder guy because, you know, Crowder uh, seems to just be open or at least will catch it every time. Yeah, I mean, Crowder's Crowder's the only weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't even want Le'Veon Bell right now. And and in our, in our season-long league, I need a running back very badly, and I don't even want Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I, I mean, I was looking. Uh, I was trying to make a trade for Le'Veon Bell as well, and then it's like, I, I don't. Is he even going to play this week? I don't know. No, I. I don't know. Um, let's see. Le'Veon Bell, where are you? Le'Veon Bell, he is. He's targeting a week five return, but again, it's that hamstring injury, and. <clears throat> You know, who knows? He's been, he's been, he can resume practicing this week. So I guess we'll just have to check uh, reports as things come out. But as of right now, it's probably, I mean, I haven't heard anything. I've been, like, I was scouring the news before the show and um, I didn't see anything for him. So, yeah. Um, You know, with that being said, we got our waivers. You know, it's tomorrow's the day to do it. I mean, I'm sorry. Tonight's the night. You got to start claiming your guys, and hopefully, you get them. A um, couple players that I'm personally interested in, um, and then you know, you can add or correct me if I'm wrong. But obviously, my first one would be Joshua <coughs> Kelly. Now, yeah. if you've if you've listened, you he shouldn't he should be owned in 100% of the leagues. I don't know why he's not. <laughs> I mean, it, it's crazy to me if he's not, but he should be. Um, he is in. Uh, he's rostered in fifty six percent on okay, Yahoo. Yeah. So, so that to me is very low. That so that means forty six percent of the people. Are, I mean, unless these are like eight team leagues, and that's a lot like, of eight team leagues. There's, people yeah, need to jump on this kid like now. He because one, he's a good running back, but two, he's now going to be the guy. <clears throat> Although, with that being said. My next pickup would be get Justin Jackson, yeah. the other yeah. running back. So, I mean, if you can't get Josh Kelly, don't fret because the Chargers like to, you know, they like to use multiple backs. Plus, the problem with Josh Kelly, he fumbles. Uh-huh. So, and, you know, that's like the cardinal sin in running back 
handbook. If you if you put the ball on the ground, you're you're not gonna. But Justin Jackson's only rostered in six percent of leagues, so I mean I would I would highly jump on that right away. Um, Dearness Johnson, running back for the Cleveland Browns, uh, with with the Nick Chubb injury. Now, uh, Johnson is and, and and to an extent Jackson as well. Although we'll see how healthy Eckler is when he gets back, because that injury looked <coughs> nasty to me. You know, he says he, he says he wants to be back in like six ish weeks, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like ten or eight. But uh, Dearness Johnson, you know, he once once Nick Chubb went down. He had he had 13 carries. Actually, let me get the actual stat right here. Dearness Johnson. I have it up right here. He's got 13 carries for 95 yards. Yeah, so, I mean, he's going to be utilized. Now, granted, Kareem Hunt is now going to probably take – actually, who knows? Dearness Johnson might end up in that Nick Chubb role, and they'll keep Kareem Hunt in the role that he already was. But if memory serves, I could be wrong. Didn't Kareem Hunt – kind of banged up in that Dallas game. I could be wrong. He did. I believe he did. Uh, yeah, and I think he came out for a little bit, but then he came back in. But Dearness Johnson looked good. Now, granted, Dallas defense, not that scary. But, hey, you know, if you, if, if you have a guy, you know, I, I say go after him. Another guy that I'm interested in would be Tim Patrick, the wide receiver for the Denver Broncos, with K.J. Hamler getting kind of banged up and with um, – you know, Jerry Judy's a rookie. Tim Patrick, he's been in the league for – this is his fourth season now. Um, he had a touchdown last week. He had a touchdown the previous week. Now, he had yeah. touched – he went four for 43 with a touchdown against Tampa Bay. Then he went six for 113 and one against the Jets. Now, the Jets are a bad team, but you got to throw to somebody. Yeah. So, I, I, I think if you – you know, if you, if you need a <clears throat> wide receiver three flex – Tim Patrick might be a guy. And then, obviously, the, the, the most obvious one is Robert Tanyan. I mean, you know, fucking George Kittle light out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You've hit everybody that I had with the exceptional one here. Uh, I think you could definitely go make a claim for a guy like Damian Harris, who just showed out on Monday night. Oh, yeah, night. that's right. Oh, that's exactly right. You know what? what the hell he's about. He ran, I think, 17 times for over 100 yards. I mean, he yeah. looked... Very good, and with Sony Michelle down, he's going to fill that void and yeah, fill that, it very, very well. That's definitely a guy that you could look into. Um, yeah, I mean, those are – oh, uh, you know, I mean, I guess I should have led with – when we lead with the news. Uh, not not of relevance, but Mohamed Sanu was released by the 49ers. So, Finally. I guess that's a good that, – well, that's good news for the Debo Samuel owners yes. out there. Chris Godwin, he did not resume practice yet for Tampa Bay, so keep an eye on that. Which and means... uh, and Evans did not practice today with an ankle. Well, he actually left the Chargers game in the beginning because he got rolled up on mm-hmm. and then came back, had that touchdown. But who knows? He could be hurting. But, you know, Godwin's banged up. Uh, Leonard Fournette, he's an ankle. With his ankle, he's a game-time decision against the Bears. But actually – Given what happened, I don't, you know, I think just Rojo's the guy still, I guess. At least for at least for another couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, another guy, you know, you can put him on your radar would be Chase Edmonds. I think he's owned in a lot of leagues, though. Um, uh, but with, actually, I'm with, not sure. Uh, I think it's – I got it right here. here. He's 37% roster. Yeah. So, I mean, you know what, though, with Kenyon Drake – not being the guy that you were hoping that you got in the 
you know, first, second round. You know, Chase Edmonds might be a name you want to keep an eye on, uh, definitely. And then if you need a quarterback streamer, um, which we can actually probably get into when we do the game breakdowns, but, hey, it's waivers, you know. You could probably look into Teddy Bridgewater taking on Atlanta this upcoming week. Um, that, that could be. And then, you know, hey, go get LaVisca Chenault. If, uh, if he's available in leagues, I think he's he's got to be trending up. Um, oh, I love me some Lavishka. That guy's that guy's a monster. Let's see, he's rostered in twenty four percent of leagues. I mean, goddamn, pick him up. I mean, five for eighty six. I mean, he's he's the wide receiver thirty four on the year. And now with DJ Chark back, I think that helps. Although I think Keelan Cole is now droppable. Um. You know, just he—he's not—he doesn't seem to be the guy. Yeah. That, uh, that I thought he was, and I spent money on him, which makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Um, any other players that you think uh, need to be picked up out there or, or dropped? Anything? I mean, that's that's. Nah, that's about I it. I think you. Have, I think you have Marquez Valdez Scantley. You can probably drop him. I don't know. I mean, it's with with Adams coming back, he's definitely going to lose that luster, but. Uh, I, I think with Adams coming back, it's going to open up a little bit more for a guy like Valdez Scantling because with Lazard out, I mean, he's still going to be running number two. Mm-hmm. With a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers who can find him downfield. He hasn't looked great, though. It, I just watched him yesterday, and he just didn't look – I don't know. He doesn't look explosive. He looked just lumbers what a little if, bit for me. Uh, uh, another name – now, uh, as we're doing this show, I realize this show's kind of like been uh, – pinballing all over the map but if you're a marvin jones owner how do you feel about that he was held to under 10 yards he had one catch for nine yards but the previous week he went three for 51 i mean he on the year he only has 138 yards and one touchdown although who knows maybe with galladay back yeah i mean but galladay's been back for for two weeks now so i i mean i'm I'm, i'd be getting a little nervous personally i don't think he's I don't think he's the answer. Um, if you're starting him as a flex, you might be okay, but eef. what if uh, what about Preston Williams owners? You know, one for fifteen. Yikes! Then, like, the, pre- the previous week, two for seven. I mean, it, it just seems like in Miami, it's it's, it's Devonte Parker. Parker or bust. Yeah, yeah. Maybe and you could throw Gasecki in there. Would you drop AJ Green? Uh, no, I'd keep AJ Green for at least at least a couple more weeks. Brandon Cooks, he could probably be dropped. Yeah, I've been really flirting with with uh, dropping old Brandon Cooks. He's been so damn frustrating, just so damn frustrating. Well, you can't man. you can't even really put him in your lineup right now. I mean, you know, you see good matchups and you're like, oh hey, I can play him, but then you can't. You know, Minnesota has one of the worst passing defenses in the league. He had three targets for zero catches. Yeah, man. That, that's got to be frustrating. Yeah. But so we, uh, I'll create a little posting for the socials with some of the waiver claim people that we like. So, you know, make sure you put in your, your claims or your budgets. Don't be insane like our season long league where you're buying running backs for $50. That should never fucking happen. But for some reason, it does in our league, and I hate that guys are that expensive in our league. But, you know, hey, that, that's just what happens. Yeah, man. But um, anything else you want to cover before we go? No, I think that's it. I think that's yeah. it, man. I think it was a good little sweet short show for everybody. So, hey, we'll be back 
tomorrow, and we're going to be talking the – who's playing on Thursday? This Oh, that's the uh, – It's Tampa Bay and Chicago. There you go. So we'll be doing the Thursday night game and our NFC breakdowns, and then we will do the AFC later in the week. So, hey, guys, thanks for listening. Get us on the socials, uh, Instagram, FF Football Show, on Twitter at Filthy Show. Send us your emails, filthyfantasyfootballshow at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you obviously like, subscribe. Give us a five-star review on uh, you know, Spotify or Yahoo. or I'm sorry, not Yahoo. Uh, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. You know, hey, give us a little, give us a little five-star. Give a little thumbs up there. Tell your friends. You know, hey, we're trying, trying to help you guys out there. <laughs> so, hey, uh, again, thanks for listening, guys. I am Josh the King, King Josh. And I'm Big Rome. Have a good one, guys.